0: Dr. Warren E. Meeks, Sr. presents this inspirational, challenging, and life-changing message to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to keep marching towards your destiny. Now, Dr. Warren E. Meeks, Sr.
1: I'm going to have Calvary Rogers come up to say the Bible confession.
2: I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> okay, this is my Bible. I am what it says. What it says, I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hero. And my life is the better. Have you ever heard the word of faith? Faith comes by hearing. And here and by here the Word of God. The Word of God. <laughs> um,
1: why is it important to stay focused? Why is it important to stay focused? It is important to stay focused because if you're not focused, you won't you won't fall into no, sorry. Because if you are focused, you won't fall into temptation. First Corinthians ten and thirteen says, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Um, what that means to me is if, if, um, if you stay focused on God and his word, then you won't fall into temptation. And one example is my dad likes to play golf. So when he's looking down at the ball, he has to be focused. Focus on where he wants to hit it and where he wants it to stop. So he's getting in (laughs) a stance. He brings the golf club back and he swings through. And it lands exactly where it wants it. And he's like, Yes! And I have an example of staying focused in the Bible. Um, when God was went out to pray before he went up to Calvary, when they came and arrested him, the disciples were supposed to stay up and help him pray. So they he went to go pray by a rock, and the, he bought, I think... Paul and, and John. Thank you. Um, and they were supposed to be helping him pray. So he was praying to his Lord, and they fell asleep. And when he was done praying for one hour, he... um. He, he woke them up and said, why are you guys asleep? I thought you were supposed to be helping me. And they had no response back. So, and how do you stay focused? First thing, you pray. Whenever you feel like you cannot handle the temptation, pray and God will help you through it. B, read the word of God. 2 Timothy says, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. And, um, that's basically all.
3: Brother Darius, amen? (laughs) We're looking for great things from him, amen? Amen. Amen. Broke it down and everybody understood, amen? Amen. Amen. We have Larry Wells next.
4: My subject is also taking God to school. And mine is having a good attitude. My mom and dad always tell me I have a horrible attitude. With anyone. Well, first of all, it is important to have a good attitude because with a bad attitude, it is hard for people to help you. It is also good to have a good attitude because it will also be be able to help you to do right and not wrong. Psalms fifty one and ten says, "Create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me." Well. What that means to me is when he says to create in me a clean heart, it's to God to renew him and his soul and to God to come in to him. Earlier on, people were t- somebody was talking about how God um, had to renew them and you're brand new. I think it was Keegan. Yeah, Keegan. When he comes into you, you're brand new. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I feel this scripture is saying. And just like my brother, how to maintain a good attitude, one, you need to pray. Two, you need to read the word of God. Well, with praying, one, you need God to help you pray, and you need to be able to follow his word and prayer. When you're praying to him, you're not just talking to him. You're giving him praise and, and doing what's right. And it says, in first Thessalonians 5:17, "Pray without ceasing." Well, what that means to me is that means when you pray, you can stop, but don't stop for a real long time. <laughs> well, when you're praying? When you pray, you want to have your mind in the right mindset. Not, oh man, I don't want to pray. This is boring. Can I go outside and play, kick the can or something with my friends? Well, when you're praying, you want to have a good mindset and want to want to pray. Because when you pray and don't want to do it, whatever you pray for, it's not going to happen. Well, in 2 Timothy, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. I really haven't understood that one yet. I'll keep reading it, but I still don't understand it. And pretty much, that's all I have to say about having a good attitude in school.
3: Amen. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We thank the Lord for Darius and Larry. We're looking for good things from them. Amen. That starts at home. Amen. Home training at its best, right? Amen. Amen. Moving right along, we have Amir Denmark.
5: Hi, my name is Amir Demark, and this is my brother, Ahmad, who will be my Bible for today. I would like to say thank you to Dr. Meeks, Pastor Perdita, Minister Walker, Sister Dent, Sister Sunitra, my mother, Amanda Denmark, and my brother, Ahmad. Let's all stand and bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for letting all these people come out and listen to hear the word of God. I thank you for letting me come out here and teach them the word of God. I pray that you use me as a mouthpiece to teach to your people. Thank you. I pray that you come here and give us an anointed service. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'm going to be preaching about how I'm taking Jesus back to school with me. Galatians 5 and 16, it says, this I say, Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When you're walking in the spirit, you're following what teachers tells you to do. You're doing whatever God tells you to do. You're obeying all school rules. You're talking to your friends about God you're inviting someone to church. You're being on time for class. You're being honest to your mother and your father. You're getting good grades. But if you're walking in the flesh, you're doing whatever you wanna do. Fighting, swearing, doing drugs, talking back or arguing with teachers, cheating on a test, bullying, Amad Amplified.
6: (laughs) Galatians 5 and 16, but I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. Doing something every day.
5: Doing something every day for a period of time will create a habit. Yeah. Every day and everywhere, you need to walk and live in the spirit. I need to walk in the spirit at school because I'll face problems with kids and teachers that I cannot solve.
6: Ahmad Matthew. Matthew 5 and 44, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who splyfully use you and persecute you.
5: Last year I had a friend named Corey. Him and I were real close. He came over my house, slept over, I went over his. But when school started, it started to change, for the worse. He started ignoring me, acting like I wasn't his friend or nothing. And then one day, he did the unthinkable. He called me gay. But I'm a child of God. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I know I'm not gay. So if I walked in the spirit, I walked away and talked to my guidance counselor and my mother. But if I walked in the flesh, I would have said something back to him or I would have fought him. But I still prayed for Corey. I showed him love and I treated him like he was my brother. This year, I'm going to continue walking in the spirit. This year, oh yeah.
6: Um, uh, because I'm going to let God fight all my battles. Am I Romans. Romans 12 and 19. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord.
5: No matter what other kids do or say to me. I know that God will protect me. I was furious with Corey, but I knew that God would take care of that problem. I'm, going, I'm not going to let anybody's evil or persecution make me do evil and walk in the flesh.
6: Ahmad Romans. Romans 12 and 121. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah. But if
5: kids are teasing someone, I'm not going to join in. I'm going to walk away, tell my teacher, and I'm going to pray for the kid that's getting teased on. If the kids are being mean to a substitute, I'm not going to join in. I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my work acting like she is my real teacher. If a teacher is rude or nasty to me, I'm not going to say anything back. I'm just going to go to my guidance counselor and I'm going to call my mother because my mother will take care of that. (laughs) Walking and living in the spirit is not easy. It will be difficult. But with God,
6: I know I can do it all. I Philippians. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me.
5: With God, I can do it all. If I want to be a president, a lawyer, a sports player, a scientist, a doctor, an astronaut, anything, I can do it with God. God empowers me through the Holy Spirit. For example, Clark Kent with his Superman suit. Without it, he is nothing. But when he puts it on, he is the best. For me, without the Holy Spirit, I am nothing. But when God uses me through the Holy Spirit, I can be the best, and all difficulties coming my way, I can overcome it. I know I can do everything, and everything is possible. Thank you.
3: Amen. You see Sister Amanda's duo. Did you see him? (laughs) Amen. Amen. I wanna say real quick that I see her all the time with her boys. And I see them knocked out in them pews. But you just don't understand that the word does not return to God void. It does not. It seeps in. Their subconscious here. Every word. Amen. And you heard him up here bold. Had his face ready, right? It was war. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the brothers. Amen. Amen. Last but certainly not least, we have Calvary Rogers.
2: Well, I'm going to talk about going back to school as a Christian, and i want to teach you about the three steps to Christianity and how to really be a, have a spiritual relationship with God. Okay, here's the first step. Okay, can you please turn your Bibles to Matthew 3, verse 16? Say amen when you're there. Are you there? It says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. What happened was, when Jesus was baptized, he had what what the Bible says in one of the books, a spiritual changing and a transformation of the mind. Which means that when when I'm I'm looking at my Bible right now, and it doesn't say anything in the Bible about him preaching yet until he gets that spiritual changing. See, God, he was was a man, but he knew how to transform his mind to be half-spirit and still be a man and preach to others. And so he knew that he had a purpose. He had to fulfill his purpose in order to be the one to, to die on the cross for us. Okay, second step. Please turn to Galatians 5, verse 24. Are you there? All right. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires. Okay. I'm going back to school crucifying everything that comes in my way. Everything. Yes, sir. Hello? Everything. (laughs) I mean, what I'm trying to say is, Here's an example. This morning when I woke up, I literally almost forgot my Bible. Everything is in here. I almost forgot it, and my dad was just like, Calvary, did you get you your Bible?" And I was like, "Nope." And then he was like, Calvary, you need your Bible." And I was like, "I know, Dad. I know. i well, I was gonna get it. I lied. Okay. I should have nailed it to the cross. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is that anything else across is going to school. Someone's asking me drugs. I'm just going to say, nail it to the cross. Just nail it. Nail it down. So if your bills are up or you don't have enough money, just nail it to the cross. God is testing you. He's not trying to warm your life up. He's trying to test you so you can, you can be the person and fulfill your life. We are still young. We can still preach, guys. We're still here for a reason. God said he only knows us if we're saved or unsaved. So how are we here sitting in church and just rushing out? You can't come into the church... Listen to the word and just rush out. Come to the church, listen to the word, and spread it around the world. Spread it to the church. Tell people what you have learned. Amen? All right. Okay, here's the third step. Okay, please turn to Jonah 2, verse 5. Okay. We, all know, we all know the story of Jonah, but we do, do we know the very end of the story? Okay. You there? No? <laughs> you there okay I'm reading Jonah went out and sat down at place east of the city there he made himself a shelter sat in the shade and waited to see what would what, what happen to the city then the Lord provided a vine and made it grow up over Jonah to give him shade for his head to ease his discomfort and Jonah was very happy about the vine but at dawn the next day God provided a worm which chewed the vine so that it withered okay stop how can a worm chew up a whole entire tree how can a worm chew up a whole entire tree a worm I can't even eat a tree and this is treating a grown man how can it shake how can a worm eat this if a worm has the anointing on God of it why don't we why don't we that worm nobody had to do so why don't we why don't we when the sun rose God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint he wanted to die and said it would be better for me to die than to live but God said to Jonah do you have a right to be angry about the vine I do he said I'm angry enough to die this is a tree how do you want to die over a tree he just made all these people repent but now he's letting the devil in him he's going to be mad about a tree A tree? (laughs) A tree. But the Lord said, you have been concerned about this vine, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell the right hand from their left, and many cattle as well. Should I not be concerned about the great city? Okay, when you were a Christian, you have a spiritual changing, then you nail it to the cross, then you care about others. You can't just, your relationship isn't just with you and God. You need to spread it. Really, I mean, when you have a relationship with God, you can't just say, okay, it's just me and God now. No, you are still on this planet. You're not in heaven yet. When you're in heaven, that's when you can really be with God, but not yet. We're still here for a reason. God wants his, his people to be with him. He wants his people with him. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We can all say we say, we can all say the sinner's prayer. I said when I was five. But I didn't really understand what saved me until I was this age, right now. I didn't get my spiritual training. and my, my mind didn't transform for me to actually be myself. No God. It's almost like a slap in the face. He slaps him in the face and says, honor me. Honor me. Another thing about God is, is that it's like he's bowling. He's like, it's almost like he's bowling. He throws you out, and it's up to you. The best thing God can do is go this way. Go. No, no, this way. That's all he can do. That's all he can do. We know how to bowl, too. We have a strategy, so we spread our strategy. We Don't be selfish and just bowl just for yourself. Stretch your strategy so you can get a strike and have a good game and celebrate with others. But the best you can do with other people is just go like this. Tell them, go like this and kind of scoot. So can they, that's all they can do. Leave the rest of God. Um.
3: Very good, very good, amen, amen.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen, that, that wasn't nothing to just tickle our fancy. That was some serious word that, that helped me. My God, my God. I seen some preachers up in here. And the same strategies and the same methods that they was teaching about of how to function in school, we need to do that to function in life as grown people. Hey, my God, my God. Woo! Come on, give him another hand. I mean, all of them. Praise the, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My God, my God. I am just, I'm just without words. And so, without any further delay, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for supporting the media ministry of Newborn Fellowship Christian Center. One church in two locations. With senior pastor, Dr. Warren E. Meeks, Sr. and Pastor Perdita Meeks. Dr. Meeks would love for you to visit and fellowship when you are in the Rochester, New York area service times, or to order other inspiring messages or books, please write to P.O. Box 1109, Webster, New York, 14580, or call our office at 585-342-5020, or visit us online at www.newbornfellowship.org.